Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase tonight. The Rams pull the new uniform for the 2022 schedule. Plus, more free agents to come and later. Fan quesos, you got them? We answer them next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back into Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio on the Fan Sided Network. I'm your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Becks. I'm laying down the law for you tonight. Bunch of cool stuff to get into as we approach the NFL Draft. It is not, not here quite yet, but it is right around the corner. And it's the most exciting day for Rams fans, obviously. For <laughs> For the most obvious of reasons, because we pick really high all the time. We're going to be talking about some uniform stuff that uh, is uh, coming out that we've learned about recently. And then also we'll, we'll dive into some free agency stuff here. So I, I wanted to, uh, to, to talk about some free agency stuff because there are still moves that we are anticipating coming. And I, I don't feel like the Rams are done, essentially, all right? But first... Before we hop into the news, I need to give you guys some program notes because there's some some shifting going on here at Ram Showcase and and with the Sheriff Joe Beggs brand, I guess. So I wanted to, to, to update you on all of that information. So first and foremost, the most important part to you would be the fact that Ram Showcase is returning to a normal schedule. And when I say normal schedule, I mean that that will be essentially a... Like a uh, uh, the the old schedule, the Wednesday slash Thursday kind of kind of schedule, because originally we were doing that uh, every Wednesday. the The show would release uh, at least the the audio version and then video version Thursday morning. So I do anticipate that coming back immediately. So this upcoming week, expect you know really just a couple of days between Rave Showcase episodes as we shift back into that schedule and and we get into the normal midweek kind of schedule going so uh that'll be normal uh effective essentially immediately after after this episode uh which is being recorded on easter sunday so i hope you are enjoying your holiday weekend and 
as Ram Showcase gets back uh, on a normal schedule. So may- maybe this will make your Easter a little awesomer at the very end. You get a, a nice little episode of Ram Showcase. Here- here's some L.A. Rams news. I also wanted to let you know that I am no longer going to be the Los Angeles Rams representative on the NFC West Network. That is uh, something that that we had discussed. I, I discussed this with with the guys over there, and with my current schedule, uh, being uh, you know doing the radio full time now, and the uh, the schedule that that allows for me or 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 gives me, then I am no longer going to be free for those. So that is unfortunate. But I I also have no hatred towards them at all. I I still promote those guys. I still support them. Um, I don't know if there's a, a replacement in place right now. I do know uh, at least one person that they did reach out to, and I know that their their list of people that they want to reach out to, they're going to kind of go down a list. But uh, once once that's set, I, I mean, uh, I will know. I, I mean, maybe I could pass that along to you guys if, you, if you're interested. But uh, yeah, but my radio schedule does not allow for me to, to really be a regular participant on there anymore. So for consistency's sake it was decided that it it is best for me to step down as my role of the Rams representative there and get somebody else in place but I gotta say as much as I am disappointed I I I enjoyed those guys I enjoyed those those shows but uh, I also I'm so thrilled to actually be a legitimate on-air person now so it's as much as it sucks I mean it's it's for cool reasons at least why I'm not available I also by the way before we hop into the news, I had just recently, just this week, gotten like my full-on like job description page for <laughs> for the radio, and I gotta say that was the first time it really set in when it said job title on-air talent. It was like, whoa! It's like oh, I'm really doing this. All right, <laughs> no turning back. <laughs> so that's pretty fun, pretty fun stuff. But those are your program notes. Ram Showcase returning to a normal midweek schedule as far as the release goes and then I will no longer be on the NFC West network doing the NFC West roundtables but um like I said it's all it's all good and and we're we're still all homies and stuff over there I have no hatred towards those guys or anything definitely still support them if there's any cool content that they have I will definitely be shouting it out anything like that so and if uh, you know the new Rams rep I know at least the first person they reached out to, and I really hope that he takes it because he would be awesome at it. I mean, he's probably watching. You know you know who you are. <laughs> All right, let's hop into the news. We will start with a new uniform, or lack thereof, I suppose. The Rams will not be releasing a new uniform this offseason. It typically was, I mean, we, we were expecting it. We were expecting a, a, a new uniform but they announced that that is not going to be the case and that there is going to be instead a new uniform next year. And the way it was described was a little bit vague and a little bit confusing of like a comp uniform for next year. But keep in mind that we are also getting into the time where you are allowed to wear a different colored helmet. Like we're going to see the, the creamsicles come back for the Bucks. The Eagles are doing their old Kelly greens. So... What does this mean for the Los Angeles Rams? Does this mean that instead of maybe getting a yellow uniform or anything like that, that we're going to actually go with a throwback with the old blue and whites? And that seems to be a, a common trend and a common thought process with people that that, that will be the case. Or are the Rams going to try to throw in a completely new 
interesting kind of off the wall deal and go with like an inverted helmet next year with uh, maybe a yellow helmet with the blue horn, something along those lines. It's kind of what everybody's thinking now. And uh, there's really no more information on it other than pump the brakes on this year and we'll see what happens next year. So, you know what? Unfortunately, I'm not going to dive too crazy into that because, uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate that I, I really wanted a new uniform. I really wanted a yellow. I'm a big fan of the yellow uniforms. I was actually waiting on my next jersey until the new style released, but now we are not getting it. I actually did, too. Uh, this reminds me that I did do a poll before this news came out on the Ram Showcase YouTube channel asking what color uniform do you want to see the Rams release this offseason? And to my big surprise... Black won out largely. 46% of voters said they wanted a black uniform. And I was really surprised by this. And also, I, I full, like, I wholeheartedly disagree. Uh, I do not want to see a black jersey for the Los Angeles Rams. I think it would, I think it's tacky when you are, when black is not in your color scheme and you use black as a uniform, I think that's tacky. And it, it feels very, like, Madden, very create a team to me. And if, Feel, it felt like the Rams would have just released a yellow jersey, which was the, the second highest voted at 33%, but it, that's what it kind of felt like to me is, is what would happen, and also my personal preference. Uh, so I th those did align as far as my what I thought would happen about what my personal preference was. That's not always the case. Sometimes, you know, uh, I'm, try I'm blanking on examples right now. I'm not going to be able to think of one off the top of my head, but there's been plenty of times where what I thought the Rams would do uh, is not necessarily what I wanted the Rams to do, but I mean, I'm I'm here for all of it. But I, I was really surprised at those those poll results. Uh, the black uniform is is a popular suggestion, and I don't know. Uh, I've seen the the mock-ups. I, I people keep trying to like send me stuff of like, what about this one though? And I think they all look tacky. So I don't know. I I, I don't know myself. Uh, that's just maybe a personal preference. That's totally fine. You're allowed to have your personal preferences. I'm not here to tell you that you're wrong or anything. But I was really surprised by those results, and we'll see what happens as far as the new uniform goes. I don't anticipate a black happening. I also don't want to see a black happening. So, uh, yeah, it's, there's a, a lot of conversations happening right now as far as the Rams' potential new uniforms go. And now, with them putting this one off and, and kind of talking about going into next year with a different style uniform, the 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 rumors are swirling on what we'll be getting, and there's a lot of conversation about the potential blue and white making that return. So we will see. We will keep our eyeballs open, and as soon as we know anything, uh, then you'll know something. Absolutely. So we'll keep it moving. All right. The Rams do sure up their special teams unit, and have, Matt Gay has officially signed his tender, so he will be back at least for one more season as the Los Angeles Rams kicker, he did a fine job. Uh, you know, later in the season, he he started to kind of fall off a little bit. But then we also heard that he was injured. So he he had, he was dealing with some stuff there later on. But he had a stretch there where I want to say he, he made, what, 25 in a row, something like that. I mean, he had an awesome season. But then that injury kind of crept in, which is unfortunate. But, you know, uh, I mean, it does happen. And hey, I mean, we still won the Super Bowl, so it didn't hurt us that bad, I guess, you know. And then also the Rams do sign punter Riley Dixon to a one-year deal. And 
this is a little bit older news now, but it has been since I've done my last episode. So I just wanted to kind of throw it in there that I don't think that this necessarily means that he is our punter this year. I think it's a strong signing, and I saw a lot of people kind of commenting of like, why would we sign this guy going from Hecker to, to Dixon is, is bad, stuff like that. I mean, Dixon's a fine punter. I mean, and if punter is the, the weakest position on your team, you know, I think, I, I think I'm okay with that. And uh, Hecker has been, in the last few seasons, had kind of taken a dip in his averages, and now he's going to be punting for the Carolina Panthers, so... I mean, it's it, it goes back to that same thing of punter or <laughs> punters come and go, players come and go. Uh, the Rams are forever. I mean, we can't just keep Johnny Hecker for eternity. So now somebody else has got to get in there. But I also don't think that this means that the Rams are not going to bring in somebody else as far as uh, going via the draft or if there's uh, an undrafted rookie. I think we could see a battle there, and I think that that would absolutely make sense with Riley Dixon, who is not a bad punter, by the way. I mean, that's the thing is. He's not bad at his job. Uh, so if he does go into the season as the the number one guy, then I, I personally have no issues with that. I, I think Riley Dixon would do a fine job for the Rams. And I'll say that when uh, I, I've already gotten some messages from Broncos fans, uh, he was previously the Broncos punter that, I mean, one of my friends immediately messaged me after the Rams signed Dixon and were like, you're going to really like him. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe, uh, Maybe the fact going from Hecker and not needing that position for so long and now just having a different name back there is kind of throwing people off. I, I really think that that's what's going on. As far as other uh, free agency information, uh, the Rams are still being tied to OBJ as far as like the, the most likely landing spot. Ian Rappaport had mentioned that, that he would still like that the Rams are still in the lead for OBJ. And I do anticipate that happening. Odell Beckham Jr. returning to the Los Angeles Rams just seems to make sense. There are still rumors circling of Tyron Matthew coming around, and uh, I, I don't know if I fully anticipate this, this move happening, but if this does happen, then I would say that Taylor Rapp is probably going to be on the move, whether that would be via trade or if the Rams would just release him, I'm not 100% sure, but... If if Matthew were to come in before the draft, then I would also see it being likely that Taylor Rapp could be moved during the draft if the Rams were wanting to move around a little bit uh, while uh, while their board gets whittled down, you know, ahead of their first pick, which is in the third round at 104. So uh, maybe there's a guy creeping that they, they have rated about 90 or so and and they, they see it coming up and, and maybe want to make a move and Rapp could be involved in a trade like that, which kind of where my brain's at right now uh, but also I'm not sure I, I expect the Rams to go after uh, Tyron Matthew for sure uh, he is getting visits other places as well and so he does have some interest elsewhere uh, I think if he were to come to the Rams he would be it would be under the understanding that he's probably not going to make as much as he could elsewhere but the Rams have a very strong team and a very weak conference right now so hey, it's a good spot to to make an attempt at a, at a possible ring there especially late uh, in your career, like someone like Tyron Matthew, Stephon Gilmore, those rumors turns out that they were real, uh, that they, uh, the Rams were talking with, with, uh, Stephon Gilmore, but he did choose the Indianapolis Colts. So he is not here and the Rams are still looking for that CB two opposite of Jalen Ramsey with the loss of, of, uh, Williams. Then, uh, then, uh, obviously there's, there are guys on the team that I think that could be okay there, and I personally, I'm Team Rochelle. I think that Robert Rochelle should should take over that role, uh, but also 
I mean, there, there's other guys on this team that are talented. Uh, I don't know if I would be extremely confident if they were CB2 opposite of Jalen, like a Dante Dion or a David Long Jr. I, I would be okay with it. I mean, we don't really have a choice, but I, I would be a little bit nervous. But I think that they they do have a lot of talent. And I think that when when we hit late in the season going into the playoffs, I think that those kind of guys played really well. Also, kind of underrated news, kind of slipped under the radar a little bit. Kareem Orr was waived by the Los Angeles Rams. So there's still some some rumors floating around as far as potential uh, free agents coming to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, like I said, Tyron Matthew is one of them. There's still some some other conversations happening right now. Akeem Hicks has been uh, part of the conversations as well. Um, but other than that, I mean, there. Are, I'll put it this way. We're still expecting some moves. The, the Rams are not done shifting their roster, I think even pre-draft. So I, I would expect something to happen here very, very soon. Uh, going into this week as we approach the the NFL draft. Also, just some cool information for you. Um, wanted to to throw this out here. Just a just a little bit, like a co- couple of quick tidbits. The city uh, or the state of California has uh, officially released Rams license plates, so you can, uh, as California residents, you can now get the Rams logo directly onto your license plate. It is one hundred and three dollars for personalized and fifty for the sequential. I fully support this and absolutely think that all Rams fans that live in California should 100% get the Rams license plates. I can say that with 100% confidence too, that uh, you should also go with the personalized because that's awesome. Uh, I live out here in Colorado. My plates say LA Rams. Uh, so, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's a, it's a really cool way to be able to support your team. So I'm a little bit jealous that I can't do that out here, but I also see them a lot. I was actually surprised to hear that this is like a new release because being out in Colorado, you see Colorado Avalanche, Colorado Rockies, Denver Broncos. You see all those plates already. So those have those have existed out here in Colorado for quite some time. So I, I was surprised, but also pleased to see that that's making its way into California with our Los Angeles Rams. But go get your plates, man. Go get your plates. I, I bet L.A. Rams is going to be taken immediately. So maybe you got to get more creative with it. I was a little bit bummed out at mine, by the way. We're going to go on the sidebar. I was a little bit bummed out at mine because they do say L.A. Rams, but the A in Rams is gone (laughs) because somebody already had that, and they wouldn't tell me who. And it was like, I don't want to, like, beat them up and try to take it from them. I want to be their best friend. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Tell me who has the plates that say L.A. Rams here in Colorado. Like, I will hang out with them. We're going to be friends. But either way. I decided now, because now we in Colorado, you can't transfer your plates anymore, which is ridiculous, but um, ne- I have my idea for my next one, and I'm not going to tell you because I don't want somebody to steal it. <laughs> so when I get a new car, if that happens, because I really like this one, so it's fine. All right, the Rams also doing a giveaway for guessing part of the schedule, which is really cool. If you guess the home opener, you guess the first road game, and then whether or not there's going to be an international series game and then what's, what country that would be in, you guess that. And then you win tickets and other prizes. So there's going to be some some cool stuff going on. I think um, my my prediction, I, I had the Cowboys as the home opener on Thursday Night Football. It just feels like something the NFL would do. I think that there are better matchups here. I would love to see the Bills here. I would love to see the Broncos there. Um, I think Niners is a very strong pick for that week one opener. But it just feels like the NFL would put the Cowboys on there. So it wasn't necessarily what I wanted 
but it did go with what I thought the NFL might want to do. And then for first road game, I think I said Tampa Bay, and then international series, I said none. Um, I will be extremely disappointed if we get international series at Green Bay uh, because I want to go see Lambeau. And if that is in a different country, I'm just not going. So I would uh, me and my friend have have full on plans to head out to Lambeau for the Rams and Packers game this year and can't wait for that. So if I know the Packers are hosting a international series game. And if that's our game, you're going to see one sad Sheriff Joe bags. I'll tell you that much. But the deadline on. Getting those picks in uh, is going to be April 30th. I know myself, I got a notification on my phone. Um, so I, if you are on the Rams app, stuff like that, then you probably got it. But I feel like there's probably a way to do it directly through the Rams app. And like I said, that deadline is April 30th. We are expecting that schedule to release early May. May 6th has been something that's been said uh, before, but nothing has been officially announced of, hey, this is the schedule release date. Um, so we're kind of keeping our eyes on that as well. And I will be doing the photos again, like we do every year. Uh, we'll go through and, and do uh, do the photo for each game. Um, so that'll be released shortly after the schedule is released. I don't get like an inside track on the schedule. I, I learn it with you. So uh, that's, I mean, I don't, that's all. <laughs> I'm not that cool. They don't, don't trust me that much or anything. So <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on, I just wanted to mention uh, really quick the NFL draft, and uh, I know that there's there's other YouTubers out there that do some draft content that is incredible, and I'm not going to name names, but uh, there's there's some people out there that do a really really good job of doing pre-draft coverage, and just wanted to reiterate because I do I have continued to get questions on this, uh, I still am going to take the same approach of doing my draft coverage post-draft. I don't want to get into a bunch of names and then we don't get those guys. I want to learn the guys that we do get is is what I'm trying to say here. So we'll do full profiles post draft to learn the guys that the Rams do bring in to the organization. But honestly, what I can say is expect at least a few offensive linemen, at least one. But I would expect a few offensive linemen. This is a deep offensive line draft and the Rams like having really good depth there. We've seen that in the past. Where maybe the top end talent isn't isn't miles above the 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 second strings, but the depth there is good to have. You know, when you go from your first guy to your second guy, there's not a big drop off. And I think we saw that a lot last year when guys like Coleman Shelton re- were required to play due to injury. When uh, Whitworth was going down late in games and Nopeum came in, I think we saw that uh, there wasn't a major drop off there. Of course, Whitworth to to Nopeum is a drop off, but I don't think it was nearly as far as some people uh, thought it was, but expect at least one offensive lineman. I would anticipate a few expect at least one cornerback. I do anticipate the Rams trying to build some depth here. Although Jalen Ramsey, Robert Rochelle, Dante Dion and David Long Jr. are a solid little, you know, foursome there. But I think that, that the Rams will be searching for some depth here. There are some very good corners and I don't know, I, I, it feels like this will be the first pick for the Rams, that the Rams will go corner first. Uh, Rams have historically not, since since McVay has shown up, historically not gone offensive line super early, except for a guy like Nopeum. So they typically go for that, like the, a skill position, and then address offensive line in usually four, five, six in that range. So that's what I would expect as well. Also, uh, an edge rusher shouldn't really blow anybody's mind if the Rams bring in some depth there. 
Uh, obviously, the Rams do have some guys that they can kind of rotate in at that position. And I am a big fan of Justin Hollins. I think that he's kind of scheduled to pop this year. Uh, I'm going to kind of keep on repeating that as the offseason goes on. Uh, you guys will hear me say Justin Hollins a lot as we uh, head into training camp time. And hopefully that catches on and people are supporting my dude, Justin Hollins, over here because I think he's he's in a great spot to 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 explode this year. Uh, and if the Rams also, uh, I also would not be shocked if the Rams went punter in some capacity, whether that is in the actual draft or if they go with uh, an undrafted guy and just create that competition there with Riley Dixon. I think that that makes absolute sense. Uh, but most importantly, the most important part of all of this draft conversation right here is I want to let it be known that just because the Rams don't draft the guy that you want specifically does not mean that it is a bad draft class. Okay, I've seen this 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 kind of toxic behavior on some of these other uh, the, these other reporters and stuff that like uh, they like a guy and the Rams don't pick that guy, so it's a bust of a draft and we don't got anybody good. So just because the team doesn't pick who you want to pick. It doesn't mean it's a total bust. And also, if the Rams do pick who you want to pick, that doesn't mean they're a total hit. All right. So let's just let these guys play some football first. And then maybe uh, this upcoming week, maybe we'll look at some old draft classes and and kind of grade them now. Now that we've seen some guys play, because I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable grading the 2021 class. I mean, Ernest Jones played. Who else did anything out of this draft class? You know what I mean? So it just it, there wasn't a lot to discuss in this in this class. Skoranek, probably offensive rookie of the year. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here on the other side. I've got fan caseless for you, so don't move. And welcome back into Ram Showcase on Sports World Radio and the Fan Sided Network. I am your host. Sheriff Joe Bags. We'll get into our fan quesos here. We do have a decent number because there was a post for it. Uh, what was that last week? And then, unfortunately, I kind of ran into some uh, just trying to settle my schedule a little bit, honestly. And it's been a little bit chaotic. So um, there was a, a post, like I said, uh, it was like two weeks out uh, that had some quesos on it. So we do have a decent number. Let's get to those. And then... Yeah, we'll answer your quesos. The quesos are posted, by the way, on uh, Facebook. You can you can look there for the post that comes out usually ab about Friday. Well, we'll figure out when that's going to come out. I'll talk to Adrian <laughs> uh, with the new schedule change coming. So, and then uh, on on YouTube as well, the community tab, uh, we post the the questions there. So. Let's hop into a couple of these quesos here. This first one comes from Gary. How many quarterbacks can do a Stafford no-look pass? You know what? Honestly, I don't think that many. I, I think that it's it's less than people would anticipate. We are dealing with professional athletes here, so you got to keep that in mind. And and also, I mean, people are now starting to like really learn the quarterback position like middle school time. Like you're getting into these camps and stuff and and people are learning that position and and prepping to be in that position from a very young age now. So quarterbacks are getting better and better and better every single year. They're getting a little bit smarter, the anticipation's getting a little bit better, and that's really where you see those no-look passes come in is is when you can anticipate exactly where your guy is going to be. And I mean Stafford's ability to hit Cup with the no-look and Cup's ability to to still anticipate the ball coming towards him, even when his quarterback's not even looking at him. It's unbelievable. And 
there, there's not a question on this, so I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it in there that I was talking with uh, Rams House and Peo of uh, like just, I mean, it was a quick conversation in, in our text thread, but it was, we were talking about the, the Stafford and Cup connection and how unbelievable that is to, to year one triple crown offensive player of the year super bowl mvp with a new quarterback i mean that's that's unbelievable and we're now going to see them for this the second year together and i mean there's really no reason to think that they won't get better and i don't see matthew stafford or cooper cup being that personality type where they'll have that like they'll pull back just because the rams won the super bowl i think that this rams team this rams roster specifically right now doesn't have a lot of guys that I think will have that of like, oh, we did it. We, we did it. We did it last year. We're good. We're we like, we're awesome. I think there's still that hunger there, at least from the personalities that I can understand of this Rams roster. It does feel like we have a lot of guys who are going to stay hungry, but that's something that we're going to have to see early in the season. Uh, but Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford, that connection there, I think is going to be solid. And I mean, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where if they were able to do that year one, I cannot wait until they're even more comfortable with each other going into year two and three. I think it's going to be unbelievable. But how many quarterbacks can do a, a Matthew Stafford no-look pass? I would say I would say guys who could do it effectively in the NFL today, maybe five or six. Uh, those names would be Stafford, Mahomes, Allen. I think Herbert has... has shown that a few times Derek Carr I think has done it a couple times um I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is really that kind of guy um but I think he's talented enough to do it but yeah I mean the list is 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 low um and I think that now we're starting the entire NFL is starting to understand that Matthew Stafford is one of those top guys he's not a a the 14th best quarterback in the NFL like he's he's probably a top five guy now that he has like a competent team around him and uh, like a solid coach and stuff. This next one here comes from John. Assuming the following receivers are uninjured, please rank them for the approaching 2022 season. Ignore past and projected future output beyond the 2022 season. So just this year, throw out everything in the back, throw out everything in the front, and just we're looking at this year. The names that I've been given, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Allen Robinson, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, and DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to start at the bottom of this. And at the bottom, I'm going to put DK. Uh, I know that he's super athletic and he can have that ability to just go off, but he hasn't shown the consistency. And I know you're saying to throw that that stuff out, but I mean, that kind of thing is something that I can't throw out is that from week to week, you don't know what DK you're going to get. If Jalen Ramsey's on him, he averages like 11 yards a game. So, uh, I, I would I would say DK is going to be at the bottom of that. Uh, next up, uh, geez, this is tough, man. Because it like for a guy like Allen Robinson, it's almost impossible to predict because the best quarterback he's ever had might be, uh, geez, I don't. It might be Dalton. Like, <laughs> like he's had he's had some not good quarterbacks uh, throwing him the rock. So I think that his ability to to be in this Rams offense, I think ups his value a lot so I don't know if I would put him next um gosh I I would put Cooper Cup at the top I think that his he is unbelievable right now he's the he's the best in the NFL today uh Allen Robinson I think is gonna pop but I I don't know if I would put him necessarily above OBJ and Debo right now 
uh, simply because we got we got to see it first. I mean, the, I can confidently say that I think he's going to have an awesome season, but until we actually see it, I, I would say maybe he's got to be below OBJ and Debo. Then I put uh, DeAndre Hopkins and OBJ, I think, are like right in line with each other. Oh, man, that's a tough question. If anybody wants to help, feel free. <laughs> so I'm going one Cooper Cup, two, I would say Debo slash OBJ, three, I go Hopkins, four, Robinson, five, DK. That's what I'm going to go with now. Next one here from John. I think Joseph Nopeboom has the talent to be a starting left tackle. However, despite limited playing time, he has suffered injuries in each of the last three seasons. Each of the injury events placed him on injured reserve. The left tackle position is critical to quarterback health preservation. Are we placing Matthew Stafford at too much risk? So what I can say about this one, man, is that, I mean, you can't bank on an injury happening. You also can't bank on an injury not happening. So the way around that is just make sure you have solid depth. But he is absolutely talented enough to handle those duties. But we can't just sit here and say he's going to get hurt. If by week five, he's not even going to be playing. So what's the point of putting him at left tackle? That's it's just not the right mindset to have going into any situation. I mean, I mean, I can use myself as a personal example. Is it possible for me to lose my voice and not be able to work on the radio, which is my job now? Yeah, absolutely. But I can't, also can't bank on that. I can't bank on that something bad is going to happen. I'm not going to be able to talk. You know what I mean? Um, if your job is typing I there, that's not a job specifically but you get the idea and it, like it's possible that you could slam your hand in a car door and then you're you know what I mean it's it's always possible you can't bank on it so he is he talented enough to do it 100% he's talented enough to do it and the only thing that we can do is just make sure that we have the depth there just in case something does happen that whoever comes in after him can can do a good job but as far as are we putting Stafford in risk? No more than usual. I mean, it's it's a violent sport and people get hurt. That's why they wear all those pads and those big old helmets that are super scientific and stuff is because people get hurt and there's injuries are going to happen. They say that when you play football, the chances of you getting hurt are 100%, but the severity and and what you injure is obviously up in the air. But when you have these kind of athletes smashing into each other at the speeds that they are I mean, things are going to going to happen so are we putting Matthew Stafford at risk by putting Joseph Nopum at left tackle no more than any other situation uh he's a football player he's on a football field everybody's in danger at all times you know what I mean so I that's probably not the answer that you were searching for but that is the answer that I'm going to give is uh no not necessarily and we can't bank on injuries for for Nopum he is absolutely talented enough to do it and I would like to see him in that position Next one here from John. Do you think the Rams would activate Whitworth on the offensive offensive line uh, if the offensive line incurs substantial injuries in the coming season, similar to Eric Weddle last season? In a recent interview, Whitworth said that he continues to train with Rams linemen. You know what, man? This is a, this is a really solid question, but what I can say is I don't anticipate that Whitworth would ever return. I don't think he would do it. Um there's just I, I think that he probably is training with the Rams offensive line just because he likes it. Uh, I don't think that he's got it in his mind that he would return to football. 
Uh, but also, I could be wrong there. I mean, I didn't think Weddle would return, and that happened. So maybe maybe a couple years out, maybe that itch is is getting a little strong. Maybe we see like a 43-year-old Wit out there. You know what I mean? I, I have no idea, but I wouldn't anticipate that Whitworth ever touches a football field again. I think that he went out the best way you possibly can. And, uh, I mean, Walter Payton, man of the year, Super Bowl champion, defeating the team that drafted him in the first round originally. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. And I think that going any further and doing anything to jeopardize what would be your last football game, uh, as far as like the story of your last game, because he's a Hall of Famer, you know what I mean? And that story of him winning the Super Bowl at home for the for the Rams beating the former team, his former team, the team that drafted him in the first round. I think there there's no perfect no more perfect story except for like Jerome Bettis's retirement, winning the Super Bowl in his hometown and saying the line the bus stop like the last bus stop or whatever it was. Um like there's there's some retirements that you can't top and I think that Whitworth has one of those and I I would be I would almost be bummed out for his retirement story if he came back at all and did any extra stuff. Next one here comes from Pete. What do you think of the remaining free agents? I think our safety position is awesome and cheap uh, with all the young talent. So if Honey ba- so the Honey Badger doesn't interest me. Clowney is interesting, but not sold on him. I guess trades are the only option left. How do you feel? As for Italian food, now you're speaking my language. Uh, let's see. Uh, what What is your go-to pizza and lobster ravioli or lobster lasagna? All right, let's break this down. First, First, I don't want to get distracted by the food. Um, what do we, I think about the remaining free agents? I think that there's absolutely some guys out there that could help this Rams team become better immediately. But there's a lot of names that I kind of want and that I've kind of floated out there that I just don't think are going to happen. Um, AJ Boye is one of those. Uh, Landon Collins is, is one of those that, like names that I would like that aren't necessarily... I guess, realistic options or, or something that's rumored or anything like that. There's been no conversations about it. Just my own brain having names out that, um, that, that I would like, uh, as far as the honey badger goes, I, I wouldn't hate this move, but I think that if it does happen, that Taylor rap is out skis, you know what I mean? I think that, I think that rap is, uh, uh as a pretty average safety. So I think that going from rap to, uh, to Matthew would be a, a pretty massive upgrade, but and then Matthew and Fuller back there at safety, I think is a dangerous combo, which I think would be a really, really fun to watch. Jadavian Clowney, um, I have not ever really been super into him. He's uh, very similar to how I describe DK Metcalf. Extremely athletic, uber talented, but does the effort level always match it? Um, I would say no. So I don't necessarily want Clowney myself. I think that uh, having a guy like Justin Hollins, who you can visually see as hungry, uh, are constantly like I would rather have a hungry player over a talented player who doesn't really care you know what I mean and that's kind of how I feel about J- Jadavian Clowney uh, when we have a guy like Justin Holland who I think is going to be able to pop and then also you got guys like Terrell Lewis still here that um, that I think can can be good rotational players as well so I don't necessarily know if Clowney would be uh, a good option to to spend some money on because you know he's not going to just be like on like a million dollars a year you know what I mean? like he's gonna he's gonna require a little bit more as far as trades go haven't really dug into um who i would like on any other teams i mean there's obviously at least one player on every team that i'm a big fan of uh and i would love to to have on the los angeles rams uh, at least one on every team 
Um, but as far as like examples right now, I don't, I wouldn't have any for you. Um, I, I just, I, I don't have any names off the top of my head that I, it's like, oh yeah, that guy, that would be sweet, you know. So uh, as far as Italian food, what is your go-to pizza? Honestly, man, I, I'm kind of boring with my pizza sometimes. Like I, I usually just go with like, I just a mushroom pizza. Give me just a mushroom pizza. I'm good with that. Um, or I go uh, just every single thing you have. I want all of it on there. You know what I mean? So that's that's usually. And I also like a good cheese pizza. That's usually my first one. If I try a new place, I want to try their cheese pizza because I want just the base. I want the the, the standard baseline. <laughs> like, what is your pizza? Is it delicious? And then I can go for toppings after that. So that's, that's like my tester is the cheese pizza. Uh, lobster ravioli or lobster lasagna. I am not a big seafood guy myself, actually. I am, uh, in Colorado, so we don't really have killer seafood here. I mean, trout and salmon, stuff like that. Um, but as far as, like, the really good Italian, or, like, uh, seafood with, like, lobster, crab, stuff like that, like, most of our stuff is not top-notch out here in Colorado, so, um... If I had to choose one of these, I would say the lasagna because I love lasagna and I could crush some lasagna. Um, I have like a problem where like I cannot get lasagna because I will just keep on eating. And I realize that like I look like this and stuff, but hey, I can't help it, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it goes. I don't I don't understand it at all, but I can throw down. <laughs> all right. And next time I am in California, I fully intend on meeting up with some people and going to an Italian restaurant or something and... Maybe you guys can see it firsthand. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Oh, that was a repeat. Oh, dude, John, thank you, by the way, for putting those in multiple places so I could definitely find them. Um, I did get them, but good thinking on your part. Get those answered. Uh, Pete, another one here. I cannot find last weekend's episode. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did skip an episode. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's just been a little chaotic, but uh, yeah. Well, hey, we're, we're here now, man. We're here now. It's good. All right. Let's uh, see here. Some other questions. Uh, now switching over to the YouTube channel. This one comes from Rams House. What will our record be versus the 49ers next year? I think we will sweep them. I know we've had a hard time with them recently, but I truly believe that the Bobby Wagner edition is going to be huge when it comes to playing San Francisco because he can stop the run and diagnose plays, which at such a high level, at such a high level, as well as being able to blanket the middle of the field with the 49 which the 49ers would tirelessly exploit the passing game. I think we'll make the 49ers have to pass more than they want and will be great at stopping their offense. Anyway, done with my thoughts. What's yours? <laughs> um as far as what our record will be, I would right now today on April 17th, I would say that we'll probably split with the 49ers. I think that now we've defeated them and now that that is like in our brains of like we 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 flushed out that like that monkey's off our back kind of thing. And I think that we can sweep them. They're a very good team, though. I mean, I, I don't want to uh, like toot their horns too much here because this is a Ram show, but they are a good football team. And I it's there's still a lot of question marks about their quarterback position and, and what that what kind of impact they can have at that spot. But they are a good team, and they've got really good players, and they've got a, a decent coaching staff. So I, I would say splitting with them makes me feel like that's that feels real right now. Bobby Wagner is a massive improvement to this defense. I think that we see our averages jump simply because of his existence. You're right. he The way that he can diagnose a play and attack it 
is is unbelievable, and he he makes our linebacker group uh, very very strong, especially that inside there because we we've been young there. Um, so him coming in, I think, is uh, an incredible addition to this defense. And I, yeah, I think that we'll see, we'll see as Rams fans who watch every game, we will see a a noticeable jump uh, year one in our defense just with the existence of Bobby Wagner. Next one here from Rams House. Who do you see taking a big step for the Rams this year? I'm putting it on Justin Hollins. That's my dog. Uh, who can really get a full year to shine. Most Rams fans don't remember how good he was before he got injured and Vaughn was traded for. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's like Justin Hollins was on fire early on, like to the point where like we were all having conversations about Justin Hollins and then he got hurt and everybody just kind of forgot he existed. Uh, The short term memory there is it's a very real thing. It's not an attack on anybody by any means, but it is a very real thing that people kind of forget as soon as somebody disappears they get hurt or something like that they're just they 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 remove them from their brain so uh yeah you're absolutely right um and justin hollins is a guy that i've been like i i will be talking up all off season he is going to be uh, that name also alan robinson who i like obviously he wasn't here last year for the los angeles rams but i think his ability to come into this offense and what he has the potential to do with cooper cup I think is going to be unbelievable. And I don't want to say that like we're not going to miss Robert Woods. We already do miss Robert Woods, not just because of what he did on the field, because of him as a person. We like Rams fans liked Robert Woods, you know what I mean? But as far as the production goes on the field, I think that Allen Robinson, we'll see that those shoes filled with Allen Robinson. And I'm very excited to see what he can do uh, for this Rams offense. Next one here from Rams house. If you could have one Rams player, past or current, to be a roommate with, who would you choose? Ooh, tough question, man. Past or present, who would I want to be a roommate with? I mean, it's got to be somebody fun, right? But also somebody that like also leaves me alone a little bit. Um, <laughs> I hate having roommates. It's the worst thing in the universe. Um, my last roommates were awesome, but it's still like I just like having my own stuff. Um. I'd rather be broke and live alone than have money and live with people, if that makes sense. I'm also 30. Too old to be having roommates. Uh, let's see. I'm stalling, as I think. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the past one. I'm going to say Robert Woods, man. He seems like the perfect combination of, like, like you would come... You would come home and he would be, like, already, like, doing the dishes and, like, have, like, burgers on the grill. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, dude, what? Like, it's awesome. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, it was cool. Like, figured, you know, you said your work was lame. So, like, <laughs> you know, like I feel like he would be, like, the perfect roommate. Uh, yeah. I'm sticking with it. This one comes from Luis. Daryl Henderson uh, is the best pass blocker running back on the team. He also secures the ball perfectly. But why is everybody more hyped with Cam Akers, including me? Um, It's because Cam Akers is the better runner. Uh, He's... He's got the better field vision. He makes things happen a little bit better. He's got better hands out of the backfield. Uh, I, yeah, he's just an overall better running back, man. Um, Daryl Henderson is definitely solid as far as the pass blocking goes, and I don't hate Daryl Henderson at all. There was a moment there later in the season where I was like, is Daryl Henderson as good as I thought he was? And, you know, it, it, I kind of go back and forth on it a little bit, but I like Daryl Henderson, and Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson combo, I have no issues with that at all. I would... Not hate to see Sony Michelle return. He is still a free agent, but um, yeah, I, I think that overall, man, Cam Akers, he's he's just got the ability to make 
more things happen than Daryl Henderson does. And Henderson's not a bad running back by any means. He's he's going to put his shoulder down and he's going to get you three more extra yards. But Cam Akers is going to put that foot in the dirt, make a cut and pick you up another eight. You know what I mean? So that's just the way uh, there's just different styles there. Um, but yeah, Akers is awesome, man. Next one here comes from Peo. Uh, do you think Sony Michelle will be signed by a team before the season starts? Do you see a way he is a Ram again? I think that he will get signed before the season starts. Uh, running backs are just, it's its hard to be a running back in the NFL today because they're everywhere. Every team's got multiple guys that they feel comfortable with. So to get any kind of good payday or anything out of a, like as a running back, it's, it's getting more and more difficult. But uh, do I see him becoming a Ram again? I do think it's possible, but I think that it would be because of an injury. Otherwise, I think that the Rams are going to roll with uh, Hendo and Akers at that spot. Next one here from Peo. Some Rams fans have been talking about who the Rams will play the season opener. To me, Buffalo makes the most sense based on our 2022 opponents. Buffalo absolutely makes sense. Denver makes sense as well. Um, there's The Rams have opened the season against Denver in the past. Uh, That was in St. Louis. Uh, What year was that? 2006, maybe? I don't remember. I remember where I watched it, but I don't remember what year specifically. Um, But it has happened before. The Rams opened the season at home against the Denver Broncos. This one, though, uh, because of the Super Bowl and because of everything that's happened, like 49ers, I think, would be a great, great matchup for... uh, uh, for the, the the opener there. And uh, Dallas would also make a lot of sense simply just because the NFL and who they are. Buffalo, I would love to see Buffalo. I mean, you get the return of Vaughn. Um, that's obviously a sweet team. Uh, that's, that's very possible that could be the Super Bowl matchup at the end of the year, so why not open it with that? Um, but then there's also, you could get the, the situation where it's like, let's let the Rams win this game and give them Carolina or... Atlanta, you know what I mean? And just like let a, let the Rams know that they're better than that team and just start one to know. I mean, that's also, I think, possible, although not nearly as exciting. Um, so, yeah, Buffalo, though, man, I, I would love to see Buffalo as far as the week one opener, 100%. This next one from Jack. Can the Rams get Matthew and OBJ still? Is it likely? Is it likely... I don't know about Matthew. It, it, when you package them together, I say no. But individually, I say yes, if that makes sense. Uh, I think that OBJ does become a Ram. I think that he comes back, and that's just a thing. Um, I think that Tyron Matthew, I think that that's very possible that he becomes a Ram. But also, I don't fully anticipate that that move happening. Although, I mean, who knows? This team is extremely unpredictable. And I have been proof of that, that that I have no idea what this team is is ready to do or what they're going to do next. You know what I mean? It's impossible to tell. Um, but is it likely? I, I I don't know if I would say it's it's likely. What is Allen Robinson's favorite beverage? Oh, wasn't prepared for this one. Oh, no. Um, dude, I don't really know Allen Robinson that well. And that's unfortunate. Um, ooh, I'll just, I'll, I'll throw something out there. Something, something that is underrated, but awesome. And, pairs well with Cooper Cup. Um something underrated, something underrated. Uh a Capri Sun. Ah, panicked. All right, next question here from uh Luis. Actually, you know what? Give me one second here. My I need to switch out my battery on my camera. I'll be right back. All right, we're juiced up, ready to go. All right, one more question. This one coming from Luis. Besides, we don't sign re uh resign OBJ. 
I think we have a good third wide receiver already on the team, like Jacob Harris or Tutu. Will you prefer re-signing OBJ or use that money to sign Tyron Matthew or another player? Okay, so a couple things to unpack here, Luis. Um, as far as a good third wide receiver on the team, you named Jacob Harris and Tutu. I will come in and say Van Jefferson uh, kind of has that role already and would not get unseated on set uh, by Tutu or Jacob Harris at this time. Um, would I prefer prefer signing OBJ or using that money somewhere else? I would say that I would prefer to bring back OBJ because the four, if we could have Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, and Odell Beckham Jr. at wide receiver, I mean, that is unbelievable. And then you got the depth guys, Skoranek, Tutu, Jacob Harris is a tight end. Uh, so... Dude, I mean, that's that's a pretty mean group that that Stafford has at his disposal. But uh, yeah, I want I want OBJ back. I liked OBJ as a Ram. Um, I, I mentioned it plenty of times that when he entered the Rams and wasn't the superstar of the team, I think he kind of thrived in that environment. So I would I would really like to see him back. I think that he fits in really well with the Rams culture. Uh, I think that. The, the Rams were able to to provide a scenario for him that he fit in with really, really well. And we've seen it before of, you know, guys coming here like Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was loud, obnoxious, pulling up in a Brinks truck in Jacksonville, stuff like that. And then he comes to the Rams and we haven't heard anything from him. He goes to Twitter sometimes to say some things, but he even like he's just a, a he seems more level headed than he was in Jacksonville. And I don't want to say that he wasn't necessarily like he wasn't a bad dude in Jacksonville or anything like that, but I think the Rams reined him in a little bit and like used his energy in the right ways. And I think that that's exactly what happened with Odell Beckham Jr. is he comes into the Rams and he gets welcomed. And the way that this Rams culture is right now is it's unbelievable how this team has been able to allow people to be themselves, but in a smart way. People, we don't just like let everybody do whatever they want and get into trouble and stuff. But Jalen Ramsey, like the worst thing that he's doing right now is typing SMH on on Twitter when Stephon Gilmore signs with the Colts. But then he apologizes and he's like, "That's not what I should start my day with." You know, what I, like and it's like, "Well, wow, that's all, like that kind of stuff." Like it, Jacksonville Jalen Ramsey doesn't do that. You know what I mean? And then Odell Beckham Jr. coming into the Rams. He's sitting here t saying to Stafford that he should have worn number 10 because he was always throwing dimes. So like that, like he's he's on the sidelines saying we not me. Does that happen in Cleveland ever? I, I don't I don't think so. So I, I think that the culture is perfect. And I think that that he would be. He would be in a good spot to stay with the Rams. And, and I think that it would it would benefit his long term career to to be a member of the Los Angeles Rams long term. But would I like to use that money on Tyron Matthew? Sure. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that it's 100% necessary for the Rams to move on from Taylor Rapp, although I wouldn't hate to see it. Um, but also, would I like to see any other players? I mean, this Rams roster is pretty much loaded up. I mean, we're looking at like where the NFL draft is going to be for depth. You know what I mean? Uh, who at, at 104 can the Rams even draft? that would be a day one starter on this team. I, I don't think that we have a position that that could be seen as a day one starter at the 104. You know what I mean? So there's some guys in like the top 10 that could be day one starters on the Rams roster, but we're not getting up there. So 
it's all depth right now, and and a lot of the free agents that we're looking at too is like, okay, that would be cool as like a rotational guy, or we could add some depth here. Even Odell Beckham Jr. It's not like the Rams' offense lives and dies on Odell Beckham Jr. returning to the team. If he does not, the Rams still have Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson and Tyler Higbee to throw the ball to. So it, it doesn't hinge on that. You know what I mean? Which is really really good information. Like that's that's good news for the Rams. And yeah, so I, I would I like to see that, that money used elsewhere? Maybe I guess it depends on who it is, but I really do want to see Odell Beckham Jr. back as the Los Angeles Ram. Uh, I, I think that he fits in really, really nicely. And I think it it's good for his career to to return to the Los Angeles Rams. Selfishly, maybe I don't know, but I, I do want to see it. That's it for our fan quesos. Thank you for dropping those. Uh, we do post on the Ram Showcase YouTube, on the community channel, and on Facebook. You can drop them there. Or you can send me a message somewhere. Uh, I usually see those also. Uh, so send me a message with those quesos. Get them answered right here on the show. Good stuff. Back to a normal schedule. Uh, this upcoming week, uh, we will be recording on Wednesday. Possible Wednesday release or a Thursday release. Uh, so we'll get back on that normal schedule as we approach the NFL draft. And then we will be getting some draft profiles from all the guys that do become Los Angeles Rams players, which is the most exciting part. But, uh, yeah, make sure you follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. That is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio and the Fan Sided Network. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.